if I always just focus on the downloads, then that's just going to destroy me because of expectations. Welcome to the Soundboard with Toph podcast. To the industry leaders and forward-thinking companies, this is your resource to become a better podcaster. You'll be taken on a journey to learn tips and tricks around podcast strategy, editing, and curation. And here's your host, Toph Evans. There have been countless times I have been asked, Toph, I want to start a podcast. I don't know where to start. I don't know what microphone I need. I don't know what questions I want to ask my guests. I don't know how to get it out there. So to make your life easier, I have a simple step-by-step guide about building your podcast idea to reality. If this is your first time tuning in, my name is Toph. I am the host and welcome to the Soundboard with Toph podcast. Now in this episode, I want to be running through all the elements that this guide consists of. And we've got everything from the branding to the intent to the delivery, to how you can curate and make micro content, what you can do to outsource, right? I'm going to go through these individually. You can also download the guide. Uh, Go see the show notes. You'll be able to download it from there. And I want to keep this as succinct as possible. So let's run straight into it. Now, I must mention, this is a very condensed episode that is built of a guide. Now, let's run through the very first element, which is about the purpose of the podcast. This is where we need to look at podcasting like we're starting a business. What is the reason why we're doing this in the first place? Simon Sinek talks about this in his TED Talk, Start With Why. It's the exact same methodology, right? In here, I've got four questions that you can ask yourself or your team, whoever is helping you build this, so that you have a core reason that you can always come back to. Now, I've used the example of Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty is one of the biggest podcasters out there. His podcast is called On Purpose. Based on these four questions around what is your why and who is your ideal audience and what is the value that you're providing and what, how do you want to stand out, I'm going to be using Jay's as an example, right? So let's start with that first one. What is your why? That is the most important question to ask. Think of this as your vision. So if I use Jay Shetty's, His example would be that he brings fascinating conversations with some of the most insightful people in the world straight to viewers all over the world. So he's got a pretty big goal. It's very aspirational. Then it comes down to who is your ideal audience? This is your listening community that will be consuming your content, getting your community involved in the process, which is imperative when growing your podcast vision. So with Jay Shetty's, His ideal audience are people who are curious about self-development and bettering themselves from a spiritual level. Then if we run to that third question, what is the value you're providing? It's about how will your podcast episodes be useful to your listeners? So if we talk about Jay's, his is about content that brings an insight on how to be better with self, relationships, love, work, and service. And then the last question based on what is the purpose of the podcast is about how do you want to stand out? Because there are so many podcasts out there. So this is where you need to be unique. And so, for example, Jay is an exceptional listener and an interviewer who asks deep questions. And it probably helps that he used to be a former monk. So he's got that credibility around spirituality anyway. But yeah, these are the questions that you want to be asking. As mentioned earlier, download the guide that's in the show notes and run through this 
and feel free to listen to it while we run through it as well. So that's element one. Element two is about branding. So once you understand the purpose of your podcast, it becomes easier to package it visually. Now, branding comes in various ways when it comes to podcasting. If it's a company podcast, it's almost like it's a standalone product that's an extension of the business, but it's got its own personality. It will have similar colors and it will have a similar look, which you can tell, but it's like its own product, right? If it's your personal brand, it's entirely all about you. Now, there are so many ways that you can do the branding from the, the colors, the tone, the messaging. But if we talk about the podcast artwork, you can either hire someone to do it. You can get a freelancer. You can do it through Canva. But in this guide, I've mentioned like five tips you can have with the branding. So it helps that if you are the host, have your name in there in the title because that helps with SEO. The other things I do mention is include your face in the logo, especially if you're the host. You want to make sure that your color palette matches your website and your social media so that there's a consistency. You want it to have your copy. So anytime you write show notes and when you put out any sort of social media posts, you want the copy to sound like you. So it keeps it real. And the last thing, don't go overboard with the next element is about the resources required. So you don't need a supercomputer. You don't need to have a fancy studio. You don't need to spend thousands of dollars on equipment. You can if you've got the money, but if you just want to get it started, here are some effective ways to bootstrap this whole thing. You can spend like a few hundred bucks tops on just getting started. Like I'm sure you have a computer or laptop already. That's, that's a big one. Now to record the episodes, you can do it over Zoom, which is free. Unless you have a premium account, you can use GarageBand. If you're on a Mac, that's free. You could use video conferencing software like Riverside FM, which is starting to change the game because you can have high quality video and audio even when there are internet issues. And then you really need a decent internet connection. So make sure you have pretty good Wi-Fi. From a microphone standpoint, that is the number one thing I could recommend from having equipment. Yes, you can have the boom arm and the mixer and anything else that makes podcast audio look super technical, but having like a standard mic that you can spend anywhere from $80 to $250, you can go on Amazon, you can go to JB Hi-Fi if you're in Australia, just getting like a Blue Yeti microphone will do the job quite well. And then you can even keep it quite cheap if you're doing your podcast hosting, that's when you distribute the audio, which goes out to all the main platforms. You can use Anchor, which is literally free because it's a Spotify product, or you can go through Buzzsprout and pay a subscription. So even if you use Anchor, if you had Zoom or GarageBand, you got your laptop, you're obviously paying for your Wi-Fi anyway, and you've got, say, a $200 microphone, you're kind of doing it for a couple hundred bucks. So that's pretty good. And then everything else can kind of be outsourced. Unless you have a full team around you, that's all you really need. Now, the next element is recording a podcast. This is about what are you going to be talking about, right? What is going to be really valuable for your listeners? Now, if you're a curious person and you want to ask your audience directly, that's when you can do polls on social media. So LinkedIn's a great tool. Uh, YouTube's a great tool. Instagram stories is a great tool. Whoever's following you already and seeing your content, hey guys, I'm starting a podcast. What is the type of content that you would like me to talk about? 
That way they feel heard if you, if you actually mention any of those things. Now, if you're a subject matter expert, a thought leader, you have a company that is looking to increase more brand awareness, what you can resort to as default to talk about is your knowledge, your experience, and your learnings in the topics that you're specialized in. And that could be a blend of you speaking solo, or that's when you're interviewing guests. And having guests will help you with extra insights. If they're a subject matter expert too, they're credible, and that also helps with social proof. And then you can tap into their audience too, right? So that helps for marketing. Now, in recording the actual episodes, the topics that you talk about, yes, you can always ask for feedback from the people who are going to consume or already consuming. But what are the things that you can endlessly talk about, right? So like write down 10 or so things that you think that would be useful to your audience. When you turn those topics into episodes, whether you're with a guest, whether that's with yourself, just dedicate an entire episode talking about these topics. If you're starting out, just focus on getting it started because your first episode isn't going to sound anything like your 50th. So the most important thing is just getting started to get into a routine and get into a habit, but making sure that what you're talking about is going to be intentional and always come back down to that the first element, like the why, is what you're talking about going to be valuable based on the purpose of the podcast and who it's going to benefit and how it's going to make you stand out. Always come back into that. All right, the fifth element I have in here is about curation. Now, curation is about repurposing because you could have a 30, 40-minute episode and you're super excited and go, yes, hey, guys, I've got this new episode out because attention is a rare commodity these days. Everyone is consumed. There is so much external stimulus going everywhere. So this is where your job is to turn your episode into whether it's video content, whether that's image content, whether that's a blog recap, whether that's having a carousel post of key takeaways. What is it that's going to catch your listeners' attention and new listeners so that they can listen to the full episode and then they become part of your community? So that marketing element is something that how can you make it stick? Because yes, you may have a 40-minute episode with a really cool guest, but in a world where we're very time poor, this is where you need to turn it into micro content to use as a social media hook to lure them to listen to the full episode. All right, so now we're up to the sixth element, which is about delivery. Now, delivery comes down to the release of the podcast. And there's two very critical elements to delivery. It comes down to quality and it comes down to consistency. So the quality is about the content you're talking about, right? Yes, it's good to have quality audio and that's important as well. But quality in this case is about what do you have that's intentional and that is valuable for your audience so that they can take away. And then the consistency is pretty self-explanatory, but you want to make sure that you're releasing on a regular basis. Because if you have a podcast where you release this month, you might only have one. And then the next month, you might only have, you will have four. And then a month after that is two. It's quite staggered and you, you, you want it so that it's actually quite frequent. Even if you can release it the same hour and you want it to feel like they've got this fix, right? It's a healthy fix. And having them released at the same time. And it comes down to like, what's realistic for you? Like record these episodes to schedule them, to turn them into micro content, to release them out. Is doing them every fortnight 
better than doing them every week or every day. Because that's one of the issues I find. People start a podcast, they get super excited. Yeah, man, I'm going to do weekly episodes. And then by the 10th or 13th episode, they're like, I can't be bothered doing this anymore. They're just kind of burnt out. So what is realistic for you and making sure that is what you're talking about going to be valuable to your, to your audience. They are so key when you are focusing on the delivery. All right. The next element comes down to marketing. Like you can have the greatest podcast idea in the world, but if no one knows about it, then the idea is kind of pointless. Now, yeah, you can have Facebook ads and you can just pump a bunch of money into it and hope for the best. And look, you can go down the paid media route as long as you have a decent strategy behind it. But if you're trying to keep costs quite low, then there are a handful of tools in the guide where you can utilize to help marketing better. Now, I've already spoken about content curation already. You can have anticipated teasers for each episode where you take, you have a 60-minute um, video that you can put out on LinkedIn, on TikTok, on Instagram any sort of social media that you're on and where you where you think your audience hangs out on. It's usually the main ones. And you take elements from it to tell a story and you want it to be done in say 30 to 60 seconds so that it builds anticipation. I've spoken about this in previous episodes that you want to build anticipation. Now, if you have an email newsletter already, that can help by tapping into an existing audience that might not see your content on social media, but that hangs out on, e- on email. So that's when you can put out any sort of episode recaps and then linking it to the full episode. Another thing that people don't realize with podcasting is you can be a guest on other people's podcasts. And not only will that give you exposure, but that will give you a chance at plugging your own podcast. So you're giving a whole new audience a spiel about your podcast for them to go listen to. And it works. It really does work. And it also works vice versa. When you've got a guest on, what can you give them? Make it as easy as possible that if you give them the curated content, can they share it? Because if they share it, that's the most organic kind of media, right? That they post out. They're not resharing it. They're actually posting it themselves. And then if they tag you in as well, then that's just going to drive people to your podcast. So the biggest podcasters in the world do this. They are kind of like on rotation where they're on each other's. That helps getting media mentions and on, in social shares. If you can get featured in any sort of articles as well, like obviously the bigger the publication, the more eyes you're going to get. So that hopefully in the long run, if you stick with this, you'll have a very strong word of mouth from the community that wants to talk about it. And that's what you want. You don't have to always pump a bunch of money into Facebook ads. There are other, other ways that you can do so that you can save, not only save yourself some money, but you're being a little bit more creative and you're leveraging it better. All right, the next element is about outsourcing. So I, I spoke about this just before where people that get really excited about starting a podcast is they do everything and then they end up feeling burnt out because of all the mundane, right? So the mundane could be all the stuff in the back end, the editing, writing all the social copy, how to create, like creating all the uh, micro content for content marketing, If you're someone that just wants to record into a microphone, just wants to hit record, talk about what you want, and then do nothing else, this is where you can actually outsource the rest. Where can you find these people? Like if you've got an in-house team, get them to do it. Or if you've got 
freelancers or access to virtual assistants, then they can also do that too. I'm also going to plug my business soundboard because shameless plug. And this is what I do for a living. Feel free to get in touch if you want any of the backend stuff taken care of, the production, the editing, or the content curation. It, it does come down to the, what can you outsource, right? So you can get the editing and the production, like I mentioned. You can have people outsource the, the booking the guests, believe it or not. You can have your bio packaged up, which is sent to other podcasters so that you can be a guest on theirs. What about the logo creation and the branding kit and the hosting and even up to the strategy if you want to? You can outsource that as well. And feel free to reach out because in Soundboard, that's exactly what we do. The ninth element of this guide is about making your podcast community strong. So using your voice, literally, will give you a platform to make an impact, grow a community, and leverage it into other opportunities. So by having this mindset, your podcast will be an outlet so that it's the go-to resource to learn from in your space. It's a way to enable your audience to check out your other services. And it's a place where your audience feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves. I think of any sort of sport team I watch or think of how like religion is. They're all things that people are natural, can be naturally drawn to because of the vision, so the purpose of it, and the people behind it and what it gives the community and how they can get involved. And when they feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves, oh gosh, that, that is some powerful stuff. This comes down to how can your community be part of the, the podcasting process? Because that's so imperative. Like for example, if you've got curated content, you're going to have people that's probably going to reply asking questions. You can always feature those questions in, its, in a standalone episode, right? So you can have ask me anythings or Q&As and dedicate that to an entire episode. You could have audience members on as a guest. I've done that before in the past and it worked really well. It actually led to a paid engagement afterwards. You can ask for feedback. This is coming back down to what could my topics be about? If the community sees these and they realize that you're listening to them, my gosh, they're going to be like, oh, this person or this podcast actually listens to me and I, get the, I feel like I'm actually part of the podcast. All righty, we're up to the 10th element of this guide. I spoke about this in the last one. Like you want this podcast to be community strong because you can leverage it into other opportunities. And this is about monetization. I was speaking with a potential client the other day and he didn't know that you can have your podcast get paid for you. Um, Stephen Bartlett, who's a podcaster I've spoken about before and I just admire everything he's doing. He has an article how his podcast will make him 1.2 million pound this year, which is crazy. He's got brand deals and he's got sponsorship deals. And if you're just starting out, yes, this is great to have in the long term, but understand that leverage comes from a byproduct of something. So if your end goal in mind is I'm going to start a podcast because it's going to make me money, I would change that entirely because the intention won't work. It's like going into business to, to make money. When you leverage, you can get paid eventually, right? Can you monetize your podcast? If you do it right and the right people are listening, and you can get in front of the right people, you can get a public speaking gig. That's happened before. I've, I've had that where the right person, and it was a virtual speaking gig, so I didn't have to leave my house. Like that's one thing. You can get paid thousands and thousands of dollars for a public speaking gig because the right person listened to it. You can have digital content 
where people have to download premium content. So Apple and Spotify do this already. You can have an NFT. You can have physical drops with merch. Speaking on exclusive content, you can have monthly subscription, which takes to your website where you have, say, an academy or you have a Patreon account. You can partner with brands. I just spoke about that before. If you have the right people, they'll, ha- they'll pay you a dollar figure and they'll pay you some decent coin as well. Yes, you can call that influencer marketing because you're plugging their stuff. So, and the other way too is cost per click. That's when you can get the platform to pay you. But remember, there's actually a lot of ways that you can com- unconventionally do this so that you have your podcast working for you so that you end up getting paid doing what you want to do. I know I mentioned I have 10 elements in this guide, but I'm actually going to run through a bonus one, an 11th. And it's about, these are the things that I wish I knew when I was starting a podcast, right? Like starting a podcast is the easy part, but it takes time. This thing, you won't have a top rated podcast built overnight. So make sure you have a strong vision to begin with, because when things feel tough, you always want to make sure you can come back to that. And that's what's going to pull you out of the trenches because If I always just focus on the downloads, then that's just going to destroy me because of expectations and really have to enjoy what you do with this. Like, I like speaking and talking about this. I like conversations. I like asking really thought-provoking questions anyway as a person. So this is just something that comes natural for me. That's a better end of mind than going, oh, can I get 20,000 downloads on this episode? No, those numbers can be good for leverage to show potential brand deals. But don't make that the focus. What's more important is having a very strong community and that you have a podcast that is a go-to resource because now you're building a platform that is not only an extension of your brand, but you are seen as the go-to person. And that's a pretty cool thing because that leads to more opportunities. Anyway, I hope you've made it this far. I've tried to keep this as succinct as possible. Now, you're probably thinking, if you've missed a few other things, yeah, I probably have. And I run all the other things usually in a strategy session, but I've wanted to condense this in the easiest, simplest form for you. And hopefully this has sparked some ideas. Hopefully this go, this is the impetus for you to go, yes, this is what I needed to get started. And if you want to chat more, feel free to reach out, send a DM. So I'll put all the links in the show notes of getting in touch with me to obviously download the digital version of this. And yeah, hope that helped. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. And for more information about Soundboard services, please check out the show notes. Lastly, Soundboard acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which we meet today, paying respects to elders past, present and emerging.